Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Tonight we dive into the topic of communicating our thoughts, ideas, fears, and concerns in healthy and expressive ways such as through music, painting, and heart-to-hearts. So grab a cup of tea or something yummy and join us as we discuss healing through expressive communication. Before we get into the show, we just wanted to invite you to subscribe to our new YouTube channel called Inspirational Living Podcast, where you can also listen to our episodes. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback and also any ideas for topics you'd like us to cover. Yes, thank you, Marianne. Well, I think we should start our topic off tonight by defining what it is we mean by expressive communication. Now, most educators out there know this term as a way that students express and communicate with others using language and nonverbal cues, such as body language, moving around, becoming anxious, or even resulting to a physical expression such as hitting. Now, this definition rings true not only for children in the classroom setting, but also for adults in the classroom called daily life. So sadly, many don't know how to expressively communicate their needs or don't know how to express their needs fully so that they feel heard, seen, and healed from whatever it is that they're dealing with. Yes, and when you're you're not taught as a child to express yourself in healthy ways, or if, for example, you've not been heard, it can be difficult as an adult to work that into your personality and also to teach it to your children. It really does take focus and and effort. That it does. And so tonight, the first thing that we're going to get into is the idea of that when we're taught as as an educator to be expressive in communication, it, it isn't determined by how advanced someone's vocabulary is or how intelligent they are because the fear of expression can really come from a fear of being seen or from the anxiety that comes from worrying about what others are thinking. And I think this brings us to how we as adults face these same fears in our daily lives, such as, you know, a fear of speaking up at work or, you know, when we know that something is wrong and something should be done about it or a fear of asking what we're worth when it comes to negotiating salary, or, or even a fear of what someone will think of us if we start to really express our authentic side. Mm, right, Ryan. And, and I think, sadly, not having the opportunity to express what, it, what is going on inside you, it can really negatively affect your self-esteem or your self-worth. And it may lead you down a path that is just not good for you and which may require some work later on in life to um, to reestablish your, your footing, so to, to, to say. You're right. And, you know, I think, Marianne, that you and I have faced many, many of these fears. 
and we continue to do so. And that is why we feel that this is such an important topic. And we feel that there are some really helpful ways to heal the fear and the guilt and the anxiety and the pressure that we put upon ourselves by using just a variety of expressive methods, such as using art or journaling, and even just sitting down with a good friend for a cup of tea. So we'll get into that more later, but Marianne, did you want to discuss more about why we should release and why using expressive communication can help um, and can be so therapeutic in healing our mindset? Mm, sure, Ryan, and, and you're absolutely right about pressure that we put on ourselves, you know, that, that we, we tend to do that sometimes. But, um, but let's talk about why it's important to express our feelings and thoughts, because it, it really is all about the releasing and then taking the appropriate action um, where you're clear and to hear your intuition. So you're releasing something and you're letting it out so that you can you create room for positive thoughts and ideas and, and feelings. And, you know, imagine one of those steam locomotives that chug through the landscapes, pulling all the wagons. And you'd see that when they come to a halt at a station, they will let out this big, you know, sound and smoke comes out. And, and it's the same. It's the releasing of that excess energy that, that it no longer needs. That's a great visualization. And, you know, I think of it kind of also like a pressure cooker. And if you're not careful, you risk exploding. And that isn't good for you either or for, for anybody inside your family or in your life. Yeah, right, Ryan, definitely not. And it's the same with us. I mean, we do need to vent sometimes and let our steam out. And if we're not letting it out, all those thoughts and emotions we're holding on to, uh, we're just not able to process them all and direct them into some good action. And, and they just accumulate and turn into excess energy that can potentially turn into stress or anxiety or, or non-action, actually. And all these confused or worrying or fearful thoughts and emotions have to come out one way or the other. And, and stress and anxiety are the body's way of saying it's overloaded. So venting them to someone, all these thoughts and, and these um, emotions that are turning in your head and in, in your body, it's a great thing to do for yourself to let, to let them out. And it does allow you to actually see or hear what you're holding inside. Because you might be surprised sometimes, you know, and, and by letting it all out, you're allowing a flow of all your pent-up ideas and, and um, the actions. And you establish a flow and it can finally get out, you know. Mm, yeah, you're right, Marianne. And it's this inspiration that can come from just one small ripple and it changes the way you view things and it motivates you to make improvements. Yes, exactly. You get inspired to do things and you actually do them. And that ripple spreads into wanting to, to eat something healthy or tidying up around you. And uh, you get ideas on how to move forward when you reach that flow, when, when you let all the excess out. And you suddenly see solutions instead of blockages and worries and lethargy. So the energy just starts to flow again. And, you know, being in the flow and all may be such a, a trendy thing to say, but uh, but I really think it just means let all your energy flow so it doesn't pile up and turn into stress and anxiety and, and blockages. So um, And thoughts and emotions are energy. 
So imagine that they are the steam that you need to let out from time to time. It gives you the opportunity to rest and get calmer, and it can give you a sense of direction as well. You know, you can see which track are you heading out on. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, piling. It's that piling up of, um, like, the dirty laundry that piles up, and then eventually there's so much to clean that you don't know what to do and you don't know how to do it. Mm, exactly. It just gets to you, you know, because it, it's blocking um for, for a long time so you start to slowly get back into things that are good for you when you release and that can help you to recharge yourself also like stretching your body to help the energy move freely in your body and you do a bit of running or you know drink some juices with vitamins and you accept help from someone and, and all that is you can get all this when you release something that is is piling up inside and you slowly come back to your positive self again where you feel ready to to go out there and interact with the world again Mm, nicely said and you know i think that's why it's so important to have those heart to hearts with someone someone you can really be authentic with and i know we discussed this a bit in one of our previous episodes about being authentic and um, allowing yourself to open up and we know that it, it you know, it depends on how much healing there is. It could take some time before you really feel safe enough to do that with someone. But if you get to a place where you feel that you can really be authentic with them and just really share what's, you know, what's worrying you or what's weighing you down, that can be so healing and so therapeutic. Right, right, for sure. And and sometimes doing what we fear gets on <clears throat> uh, onto the other side I mean, it get, it takes you to the other side where you find positive things that when you go through something that you're actually afraid of, you find out afterwards that, whoa, um, I mean, it may be tough to go through, of course, but you actually find something positive on the other side. And um, another advantage of venting your frustrations or fears with someone you trust is that it also helps you to bond with that person, whether it's a, it's a dear friend of yours or a relative or your neighbor, and, you know, you have the right to be discerning about who you want to share your inner world with. And and when you talk to someone you trust, it feels good. And you know that your words are well received. You know, almost like imagine that you're placing your concerns on a soft pillow and you can put them to rest there and you can look at them and you can kind of sort through them in this way. And a good friend can be that soft pillow. And it's definitely easier to look at and go through something that is on the outside than when it's just roaming around inside you and, you know, it's all churning in your mind. So, and when you hold it all inside, it can easily get mixed up and distorted and seem bigger than it actually is. Mm, that's very true. Um, but, yeah, but, but once once you let it out, you, you, could, you know, you can look at it for what it really is and it, it makes it a lot easier to handle. Mm, yes, it does. You know, it does, Marianne. And then, you know... You have, when you have someone to turn to, you know, if the feelings are starting to come up again, you know the, that there is that person that's there to listen to you. But, um, you know, before we get into who could benefit from expressive communication and some of the methods that can be implemented, um, like including things like um, the ways that we've done for ourselves to, to help heal ourselves, um, we'd just like to thank our listeners and we're very excited and thrilled that we've reached 
so many countries across the globe. And we would like to invite you all to join our Facebook page at Inspirational Living, where you can ask questions and have discussions about our uh, topics, our previous topics, and our upcoming to uh, topics. And we would love to hear from you, so please do subscribe to us on iTunes or Overcast and uh, leave us a review. And if you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you as well. So just you know, feel free to email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. So getting back into the show, you know, we were talking about healing through expressive communication and how it can help balance our mental and our emotional states. And before we get into some ways, let's just quickly touch on who would benefit from this method of healing. So, Marianne, do you want to know uh, my answer to who will benefit? Oh, I do. I do, and I'm sure all of our <laughs> listeners do. <laughs> it's, not really a, it's not really a trick question, but I'm not trying to be funny, but I think everyone can benefit from this. I, I really do. I think everyone can. And mm. it reminds me of times when, you know, I was dealing with something and when I felt like it was all-consuming, whether it was or not, that was a feeling that I would get. And sometimes just calling up my mom and talking to her on the phone or, you know, just writing it down made me feel a sense of relief. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember there was this one year when I had this boss who made me feel like I was constantly walking on eggshells. And every time I was around her, I just felt the pressure and the stress, and I would literally wake up and wonder, oh, you know, what would she yell at me about today, or her, what task out of my job description would she throw on me, or how would I guard myself from breaking down? I mean, it was really that bad, and I could feel myself becoming, you know, self-critical and depressed and angry, and I was working extremely long hours at the time, and she would even call me at home and say, I need you to come in after hours, and I need you to be here and do this now, or, or something like that. And, you know, all of my emotions were building up and just building up and piling up like that dirty laundry that we were talking about. And it was all because I was trying to handle it and not make it look like I was hurting. And I didn't want my boss to know. I didn't want my family to know. And in the end, what ended up happening was I ended up exploding and walking out of the job. And I don't know if I could have handled it better in my early 20s when it happened, but emotionally and physically, it took its toll on me. And I wish I had known then how important it was to express myself instead of letting it all just get to me. And not that it would have really made the environment less toxic, but I would have been in such a better place when I left if I had known that then. Mm. Well, wow, the story, Ryan. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to, to your story, Ryan, especially in a work situation, you know, where you often feel that it's it's the people on top, on the top who, who ought, they just ought to learn how to treat their staff with respect. And, and they should treat their staff with respect, you know. There's no question about that. Um, I think... You can also look at it um, from another perspective and and say that this experience actually showed you exactly how important it is for you to to vent um, to to everyone to to vent our frustrations and set our boundaries for what we want to allow others to do to us. 
I really think most of us can relate to it and, and making our boundaries known to the outside world can be one of the toughest things because you're not sure if it is even a boundary question or what, what is going on. You just feel really, um, you know, thrown by, by the attitude of, of, the, of, you know, like your boss in this case. And, you know, it's, it's okay to put up our boundaries instead of thinking of how your, our boundary may give somebody a hard time, then you can think about how putting up our boundary may not even attract that kind of people in the first place, you know. And so sometimes flipping the coin, I think, and seeing the other perspective can help as well. I mean, in hindsight, it's always easy to see, but maybe when we learn, we can take something with us, you know, for the next um, chapter of our life, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I definitely do <laughs> agree with that. And, you know, mm. so if you if you start to think about the areas in your life where you may be feeling this sort of pressure um, or any sort of pressure or or anything that just doesn't feel quite right to you or imbalanced, um, expressive communication can really help those who have gone through things such as, you know, trauma in your life or those who are in the midst of a huge transition, um, kind of at a crossroads. And those who are grieving and those who are stressed and anxious, um, expressive communication can really be helpful uh, to those, to the ones who are struggling with self-confidence even. And I think the list, it just can go on and on for, for who it can benefit. I think it can, run because I think, you know, we have so many thoughts every day, each and, and every one of us, and so many emotions running through us. And I think for most of us, it's definitely hard to keep track of what, what's going on and unless you vent it in, in one way or the other. And it doesn't even have to be a traumatic um, experience that you're going through. You know, it can be like some daily things in your life that, that are going on and, and any um, situation actually where you just feel confused or not sure what to do. And it's just helpful to to talk about it or to to get it out in other ways and we're exactly just going to look at some other ways um now Ryan um in in ways in which we can you know express our inner chaos and uh, it's not always easy but but there is always a way and it's just finding the way that that fits to us um personally and we're going to take a look at some of our suggestions on how to release that pressure inside and help you to get it out and we've already mentioned talking to someone close to you, <clears throat> uh, like a, a dear friend or relative, which is a great way to start some sorting through your racing mind and your feelings. And it's a great way to bond with that person as well, as we said. So, And it keeps the ties stronger and, and more loving between you. And another way is writing. It's a more personal way, and you don't even have to show it to someone if you don't feel like it. But it can just help you to get everything out, and you can look at it, and you can look at it as a math problem or a science problem that you have to solve. You know, kind of detach yourself, and once it's written down, you can look at it and see, huh, how do I do this? Or how, if you can pretend that it's someone else you're helping, and you can say, ah, somebody's having this situation. How would I help them? Uh, That's another good way to... When you get it out, you can look at it. And you can even turn it into a ritual. Like if you're looking to get rid of negative thoughts or emotions, then you could write them down on a piece of paper and look at them and then burn the paper and imagine that you're releasing this way. 
I love the idea of writing. And, you know, I know many people don't have the same love for writing that I do. But you're right, Marianne. Writing is a very personal way, and it does help to get out those emotions that you keep bottled up inside of you. Mm, it really does. And and there are many, many other ways. I think um, my favorite ways, I think, over the past couple of years are talking to a friend um, and writing, as we just said, and also writing through meditation <clears throat> and playing or listening to music. So these are my favorite ways at the moment. And I, I used to paint a lot. And I would let out a lot of emotions. I mean, when I look at my paintings now, some of from before, I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of emotion. That, and um, But I haven't really taken to the paintbrush lately. And now I'm more into photos now and, and photo art. But I know that, I mean, you're very much into painting, Ryan. You beautiful paintings you make. And, and do you feel that it also helps you process thoughts and emotions? And, um, and also, do you have any other favorite ways in which to express and, and heal? I do. You know, um, first I want to say your photos are beautiful. The, the photo art that you do now is gorgeous. So, um, And I know that the painting is a really great way to express yourself. Mm. And and I also love your, your paintings that you've made, Marianne. I do remember you sharing them with me, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Um, but, Thank you. you know, painting is – you're welcome. Um, but painting, you know, I find it it's really special to me and in my life at this moment. And I teach a painting method that allows you to access information that can be hidden in your subconscious. And it invites you to listen to messages that your higher self or your subconscious may have for you. So it's a beautiful way to heal and express yourself. And I like to combine it with listening to music or drumming. And then it usually also (laughs) turns into singing and dancing. And I've had all of that happen in classes that I teach, along with laughing and crying. So it's really a healthy way to express what you're feeling and what you didn't even realize you're feeling. Mm, exactly. I love that, you know, that laughing and crying that you mentioned that. that that's really, that's a great way too to release, you know, um, thoughts and emotions. And another way to use art, I suppose, is, is to compare ourselves with uh, with nature and imagine that our emotions are that you know that they're that we're the sunny blue sky, and our emotions are the the clouds passing by. Our thoughts are creating the landscape, and you know that's just another way to visualize what we are and how we work. And and we can think, what kind of painting would you like to create? Would you like to create thunder clouds and a hurricane? You know, because that can reflect your mood also at the moment. Or is it a sunny beach or a, a jungle scene? You know, you can use nature like that also to express your emotions, how you're feeling. Absolutely. You know, visualization is really important when trying to access that information. And I use it every single time with the intentional creativity method that I teach. And it's very much based on uh, Jungian philosophy, and it invites the participant to go on a visioning, usually where they meet a guide or they meet themselves and receive answers to questions. And, you know, I find kids actually do this naturally all the time. And it's a really wonderful way to express what you feel, to get out of your own head and start connecting with your heart and your entire body. Oh, right, right. Definitely. Um, 
I just I just thought of another way to to actually get rid of pent up emotions is like when I watch something sad. I mean, you just mentioned laughing and and crying, and we talked about that's a great way also to release emotions, you know. Um, so like when you watch a sad movie or a video clip or you read something sad um, or something moving or touching, you know, you feel a relief after crying. And, you know, my boys always say to me, oh, mom, you cry at everything <laughs> because, you know, I just, I just really feel the emotions of, of others, you know, like, a, like an empath, like, like yourself, Ryan. And it's like we're a sponge when it comes to emotion. So, so I have to find ways to, to release my own emotions, you know, as well. And, you know, I read about this study once in, uh, that happened in the 1980s about tears and, uh, and cutting onions. There was this experiment done to examine tears coming from the release of emotions and then tears coming from a physical reaction, such as when you cut onions. And boy, can those get your tears rolling, you know. <laughs> so they had two groups of volunteers and one group was made to look at something really sad, and the other group was made to cut onions. So the tears were collected, and, you know, they did find a difference in the composition of molecules in the tears. For example, it turned out that emotional tears contained more protein than tears caused by cutting onions. So, well, we can ponder that information for a while, but, you know, I just think it's interesting that um, that the release from our body is different when we deal with emotions and, and maybe... Crying is the body's way of getting rid of something we don't need. And maybe it can help us to see our emotions in a different light and, and embrace all the emotions we have because they're all, they're all part of us. Whatever emotion we have or thought we have, they're part of us. It, it's just how we process them and, and deal with them and convert them into something like a, a, an action that is good for us and takes us where we want to, to go. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, Marianne. Yeah, and when you're saying it, I had this vision of the onion therapy and all these people sitting around in the room cutting onions together and crying their eyes out. And it seems strange, but, you know, it just goes to show that there are many different ways, um, you know, different strokes for different folks, so the saying goes. Um, yeah. But even, you know, even the idea of crying, I think of, like the movies that I love to watch that uh, just make me start crying. And I remember crying one day on the airplane watching Lion. That movie just set me off, and I was in tears the entire time I was watching that movie. Mm. I was trying to hide under my little airplane blanket, like, <laughs> I hope nobody's watching me cry. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, it's, but it's a great way to get those, you know, those worries and those fears out. And um, mm-hmm. so I think it is a beautiful way as well to, to heal yourself through expressive communication that way. Um, Definitely. Well, bef- and, I would like to just... Uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I just wanted to say that it's not, you know, we all, it's not, some people may think it's a kind of sign of weakness if you cry or if you uh, talk about all your, you know, worries and concerns, but it's not really, it's just, you know, it's it's really good. It's it's a good sign of strength also to to be able to, to show it and to get it out, so... I just wanted to to mention that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know. I was just listening to um, 
Oprah's podcast, and she was talking about, you know, she was doing an interview with someone, and he was talking about how when he found out some exciting news, he started crying, and everybody in the audience was like, oh, isn't that sweet, you know, so <laughs> it's funny mm-hmm. how we associate men yeah. with crying is like, a, is a wonderful thing, actually, <laughs> yeah. so, but you're right, it is, it's a good way to, to express ourselves, um, mm. but uh so I just wanted to, to recap a little bit on what we've been talking about tonight. You know, finding ways to heal your pent-up emotions, your stress, and your worries is really essential for living a healthy and emotionally and spiritually balanced life. And using expressive forms of communication, such as writing or playing a musical instrument or painting or crafting or singing or even just sitting down with a good friend is a safe and healthy way to let out your concerns and your worries and your fears. And in the end, it really is leading you on a better road to to healing. So before we go, we just want to also invite you, um, thank you, also invite you next week uh, to join us. We have a, a really special guest next week, a guest interview, our first guest interview for our show and it's a, uh, an interview with a beautiful soul who goes, who goes by the name of Animal Reiki Universe. So you won't want to miss out on that interview. We're very excited for that interview next week, Ryan. So definitely stick around for, for that one next Tuesday. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for staying with us um, tonight and today, and depending on your time zone. And we'll leave you with our roomy quote, um, the inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thank you. Good night, everyone.